This podcast is brought to you by our patrons at patreon.com slash Elder Scrolls Lorecast. Robots Radio. Games. Lore. Stories. Community. Just press play. Welcome to the Elder Scrolls Lorecast. The podcast where we explore the amazing universe of the Elder Scrolls. Greetings, adventurers. Uh, I am Tom. No, wait, no, I'm Lotus of Doom. Um, I've seized control. Uh, This time, as we've joked before, sometimes I'm missing an action. Well, this week, Tom is at the store. But don't worry, kids, he'll be back. Um, Just not this week. (laughs) Um, However... Luckily, it's not just me, and we have all of our Patreons here for this episode. So we will go down the list, at least in the direction that I can see everybody, because I'm not sure this is synced up on everybody's screens exactly, what with us jumping stuff around. But Ben, hello. Hello. And there you go. It's, it's like the, the wave is great for us. <laughs> and then we have T-Rex again. Hello, T-Rex. Hello, hello. I'm back, finally. <laughs> I know, it's good to have you back. And we have Rob the Princess. Where's my dad? <laughs> I told you at the store. <laughs> <laughs> and then we have uh, Josh. Do you, do you want me to do Josh or Spartan? Do you have a preference? Uh, e- either or. I, yeah, I don't really. It doesn't, doesn't matter. matter to me. Yeah, I'm just happy <laughs> okay, to be here. Okay, fair enough. Josh, <laughs> welcome. with it, yeah. Uh, Jamorif, back again hey. as well. How you doing? Well. And let's see, there's there's this robot's written out. Wait, we have to skip him. He's too quiet. <laughs> now we go over to Falcon. Hello, Falcon. Welcome back as well. Hello. All right. So we had our little vote earlier and we decided for our topic kind of to close out the long standing series that we've been doing involving all the provinces we are going to go over our favorite uh province from the elder scrolls uh we'll see how precise people want to go we already had discussions and i i I alluded to the fact that mine's kind of weird because i usually have weird cop-out answers that don't fit the rules that we make but um yeah so we're just gonna go um discuss more region stuff and what everybody you know enjoys for region of choice i personally find this to be i don't know the most interesting part of the series a lot of times where it's the land more than the characters uh that make the game to me but that's not necessarily always the case so who do we uh do we have anybody that wants to jump in to kick things off with what your favorite region might be and why that might be your favorite region yeah you know i could go i could go and i could speak on uh a couple different things Uh, sure i think overall aesthetically the prettiest place to be would be blackreach I really like okay. what so does with it. Just walking around there is really, uh, you know, the ambience and the light and everything. So sure, it's really sure. pretty. And it's, uh, I haven't spent a ton of time down there, but I want to. I think it's a really cool place. But um, I, you know, honestly, it might be just because my main is a Breton. And I love, I like to think of Glenumbra as like the storm wind. Uh, okay. Like, of ESO, you know, if you're familiar with World of Warcraft. 
And uh, I love Glenn Number too. I could I could just walk around. I know it's a base game zone. It's not For sure. uh, as pretty as everything else, but it's a uh, it's a joy to me to just live in the castles and walk around, watch the city folk do their thing. All right, so I've got a question for you. Uh, we'll start with the the Blackreach part because that's actually pretty interesting. I, I like that. That's already like, oh, that's a that's a good and kind of like not traditional choice to kick things off. Now, it, you had mentioned the ESO version prior to the ESO version. Would you have considered just the Skyrim part enough to make it a favorite region, or was it that it was fleshed out so much in ESO and it turns out it's so much bigger than we first saw that kind of made you? like it it's more. it's it's the eso version that guy. okay yeah um originally in skyrim uh it was cool it was definitely cool sure but i just i just like what Zoss did with it i like how everything looks and how it feels to be down there for sure mm-hmm. awesome all right yeah i like i like those and i was gonna say are you a big fan of uh i don't know medieval europe type of deal yeah i am and, you know just okay classic was, right yeah 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 the cl- yeah. classic yeah no that totally was the non-eso players glenumbra is in high rock it is high rock, um yeah. i just assume naturally everybody played the elder scrolls 2 daggerfall am i mistaken no nobody no <laughs> no that's not common knowledge oh i see there was a large <laughs> group of 12 people um <laughs> Hey, that this was isn't Battle Spire. <laughs> Battle Spire is like six. <laughs> that's valid. That's that's valid. Uh, up until recently, two hours. Yeah. Well, that's the other thing. Most people might have started these games too, but I mean, on a you know a brief tangent, until recently, I believe on all Steam, only one person had completed Redguard. Um, so, and I will wow. say, I, twelve living people, because most of them passed away from old age. From age. <laughs> Thanks. I'm literally withering away as we speak. Awesome. <laughs> um, no, I really like those. Um, that's that's a that's a interesting set of choices, especially the Black Reach one, since it's kind of like part of the region. Anybody else have any like opinions on this um, specifically or feel like jumping in next? Black Reach. Well, the number I, is I so mean, generic. I get it if no one likes it. It's really like bland it, if you look at the stuff nowadays. So yeah. to preface, literally, I can't think of a single thing any of you will say that will not be somehow backed up by what I'm going to say to end this. So don't worry about being generic or bland. Cause... Let's say like with okay. High Rock, yeah, there's nothing nice I really have to say except, yeah, it's got some nice green hills and... <laughs> That's about it. <laughs> I guess like there, the creatures there and like the magic there, The there's a lot of weird stuff that happens. But as for like the setting itself, I don't know. Nothing calls out to me. But Blackreach, super cool choice. Really dig that because there's right. so many fests. So there's a lot of like the the Falmer overrun stuff. There's a lot of the Dwemer ruins from underneath. There's a mm-hmm. secret dragon nesting in there. And then also we found out in as of ESO, there's an entire vampire fort down there as well. Yeah. Really cool stuff. All right. So who, uh, anybody want to jump in next? Yeah, I was actually going to jump on Grimriff's uh, Breton uh, bandwagon there. Because I normally I play as a Breton as well, and I was going to say Skyrim at first, but okay. High Rock or not High Rock, um, High Isle. With High, that all right, and I, High Isle's great. It's, all right, it's I love the sea. I love the aesthetics yeah. of it being a medieval like Renaissance style. 
and I'm I'm a huge I love the Renaissance stuff. Anything Renaissance, I'm and that, and, and that is like literally Renaissance galore. <laughs> yes, they even the have like, around the corner, and there's those the jousting area. Yes, exactly. Yeah, I was like, yeah, like you can go and like there's an actual like jousting tournament and everything uh, at one part of the island, uh, and I just like the castle aesthetics and everything. It it it's it's just beautiful. Plus, yeah. tales a tribute. So for sure, for sure. <laughs> um, so that, that just on a, this is briefly, sorry, this is what you get with me as a host. We're periodically going to have like tangentially related things. Have you ever it's played chivalry? Yeah. Chivalry too. Okay. Yes. Cause I was going to say the reason I bring that up specifically other than like sort of generic medieval setting type of thing is um, chivalry too. I played a, a irresponsible amount when it launched. And one of the areas is, a, is it's like this jousting arena. It's a first person, third person, like battle game type of thing. Um, and when they showed the high aisle cinematic, when we first were like shown it at the, the reveal and they ch- kind of did like the flyby of the jousting arena, that was exactly what I thought of. I was like, hey, oh, I've hey already that's been there chivalry killing too. people, throwing heads into the audience type of deal. So yeah, Eating no, people I totally with a chicken. Agree. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but no, <laughs> I, I I very much agree with that. It's 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 really cool. I think they did a fantastic job with High Isle, especially because they had next to nothing to work with, as it was a brief reference in the companion book to the Elder Scrolls Adventures Red Guard, and that was the only time we had heard of the Sisters Island, or the the Sisters Archipelago. Um, And they flesh it out into such a cool environment that we got to spend a decent amount of time in. And I, yeah, that that, that DLC is, or I guess chapter and everything is underrated in my opinion. (laughs) Yes. Without a doubt. Ben, I like your answer more than mine. I don't know how I forgot <laughs> about High Isle. <laughs> well, when you said Breton, I was like, oh, High Isle. It's yeah, like High Rock, gosh. but with volcanoes. It is way better. High Isle is dope. I just, I realized when um, we were getting ready for this episode, I was thinking like, where do I spend the most time in? Like, where's my home? Like, I have a buddy who lives in elsewhere. If he plays the game, he's in elsewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So where do I spend my time? It's in Glenumbra, but... High Isle is definitely, I think, for sure. I have, you know, my homes in Skyrim and uh, Solitude, but the only home you have in High Isle is the freaking like giant castle, which is so expensive. <laughs> yeah, well, I base in uh, Solitude and ESO. That's I would choose other places if I could. They just don't exist in the game yet. So <laughs> with, with time, fair, fair. It, we'll get there, huh? Yeah. With time um awesome all right all right anybody uh anybody want to jump in next with what you are thinking or have any other opinions we know that Chamorf just didn't really to be fair like i also kind of think that had the art team had the experience that they have now after eight years with elder scrolls online i feel like the number probably would have looked a lot more like what we got artistically in high isle because you can I mean, yeah, not that the base lot. game's ugly, like in ESO, but, but it like, ain't pretty. <laughs> I think the landscapes when, would look a lot similar. There's yeah. subtracting volcanoes because those sure, don't. Sure, sure. But like the the art direction to each of the zones has become magnified so much with each expansion where you can tell it's like, oh, this is a base game zone. Okay, this is like mid-level type of thing. Oh, this is 
really, really over the top, the amount of, you know, everything mm-hmm. that's happening in there. So they've, they've become much more efficient as well as talented over the years of kind of fleshing out the zones, even if aesthetically it's kind of similar. Cause like, if you look at any of the, um, like if you go to Reaper's March, which is like right on the edge of elsewhere, and then you go to elsewhere, they're both Graphic. very similar Savannah desert type of thing. Right. And the amount elsewhere. Right. Exactly. And it's like, the amount in the environment is just so much more in elsewhere than it is in, you know, you say you go to the city of Dune or something like and that. And then just to add to the, like, it's just a, it's like high rock in high Isle, but a little bit nicer because you get a lot of the Altmer influence because it's like a yeah. vacation Island just North of the Somerset Isles. Yes. And so you have like a lot of high rock culture influences and the landscape looks very like hilly, kind of like high rock would. Absolutely. Um, but then you have a lot of these like elven touches and influences as well. And yeah, plus there's so much aristocracy chilling over there too, where it's such like a, a vacation getaway. So it's like, you know, if you can't raise your pinky to a certain height, you're probably not going to be allowed past the docks. So yeah, just like Somerset Isle, just a bunch of <laughs> island full of also rich people. <laughs> <laughs> Mechanically, the zones have improved too. Um, you know, uh, like in high, uh, high aisle, you got mounted guards, which I, is something that you don't realize how cool it, it, it how much we've been missing, how much you lack it until you see it. You know, it's really cool. I, uh, that one specifically kind of blew my mind when that was originally shown. I'm like, how did it never click that we didn't have mounted guards until they were like, Hey, by the way, there's mounted guards. It's like, Oh, yeah, I guess we did didn't have mounted guards beforehand, huh? The other thing that's actually really cool, um, just before we move on from the whole high aisle thing is um, it, what with the landscape and stuff. And they are, you know, it's a set of islands that being an archipelago, um, since you're surrounded entirely by water, the docks that they have around there are much more active. Again, speaking to the art team, how much they've grown over the years, you actually can watch boats go around the Harbor and stuff like that, which is something that you actually don't get in base game. Like they've got them set up where it's like, okay, yeah, they're, they're docked and this is happening and blah, blah, blah. But like in high, you can actually see boats like leaving the ports and stuff like that. It was actually kind of like mind blowing. It's like, yeah. that is a lot of stuff that they've got going on. Like in currently. base game, whenever a boat like moves, quote unquote, it just like the screen blacks and yeah, then the fade to black. in a different place now. Yes. But like now you actually see boats moving in the water. So it's just like an in-game cool. difference, not necessarily like, Oh, the boats actually move in high aisles. Like, well, in game, that's the difference. And so it's a little nicer to be there. Exactly. And I mean, with the upcoming chapter of Necrom, um, there's a house that's literally a moving boat out on the water. So wow. look, we're going to be throwing people off and seeing where they end up until they're killed by slaughterfish. That's, <laughs> that's the purpose of that place. <laughs> that's yeah. the reason you have that house. Um, all right. Yeah. Another good choice. Uh, anybody want to jump in next? Other people I'll shopping. Go. All right, go for it, Tyrion. <laughs> I was um, tempted to cut her off, right? Because I saw her going for the unmute. Just moment. wait until somebody starts right to speak no. and they'll be like, actually, wait. <laughs> um, so I kind of have two. Um, the first one is going to be Valenwood, specifically um, Grotwood. Okay. Um, mainly because it's 
aesthetically pleasing to my eyeballs. <laughs> fair, fair. <laughs> um, I, I mean, it kind of reminds me of um, when I was in like elementary school, I used to go on vacation with my aunt and uncle and we used to go to like Georgia, Tennessee, Maine, New Hampshire, and we would always get like a cabin in the mountains okay. and like all the trees and everything. It just kind of reminds me of that. And so that's why that one is really aesthetically pleasing to me. <laughs> sure. You get the nostalgia pull. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. And then the other one is going to kind of be for the same reason, but not exactly the same reason. Um, so the other one's going to be the Somerset Isles. Um, and that's mainly because of the beaches. Okay. Born and raised in Florida. I mean, you got the go tropical to, vibe going down there. Yeah. Yeah. The keys, they're absolutely gorgeous. And that kind of, it just reminds me of that too. Um, so, and like, even like certain places in the Gulf of Mexico side of Florida, it's like that, like clear blue water, mm-hmm. just you know, calming, beautiful places like that. So, um, all right, we're going to say it because I kind of like hearing like <laughs> why you all like the regions. So the nostalgia thing totally makes sense. I got to know yeah. one bit, though, about Grotwood, just because I, I, I know you've jumped in and out of ESO, like, you know, like most people mm-hmm. do jump in and out in sports. You, I assume you've probably since you spent time there, you probably cleared out that zone type of deal within ESO to a degree. Did you do uh, the story there or just kind of explore? Oh, yeah. Okay. I've, I've done, I've done it many times over. Sure. Okay. <laughs> so just because this is much more back in the day type of thing, when you kind of had to play through the alliances in a very specific order, which was mm-hmm. awkward and not as well designed as ESO is now. Mm-hmm. Um, did the travel throughout the area like because that place is very aesthetically pleasing like you said but Mm -hmm. in gameplay practicality it's probably one of the most difficult places to navigate because it's so vertical and everything like that did that ever actually like bug you or was just like you know what i love this place it does not matter yeah no it didn't really bug me okay because it's funny i just just remember it being like people used to always be like oh my god crotwood and it was like i feel like it got such a bad rap because nobody could efficiently do that quest line because it took forever to get around i mean yeah it does but i feel like there are other regions that are you know similar yeah i mean especially yeah like so but the fact that it was aesthetically pleasing, that kind of just like negated, you know, any negatives about it really. And, sure. you know, when we were, when you guys were talking about um, like, where do you spend most of your time? Um, my characters, like I have, I've kind of gone away from the old Mary Dominion and gone more towards the Ebonheart Pact. Hell yeah. Um, <laughs> All the thumbs but, up. <laughs> Good. Even, Good. even with that, I still go to um, the Grotto every time yeah. <laughs> for like for crafting because it's, it's that's everything. 
Once something becomes your home base, I totally get it. Like it really, it just clicks. like, Like it does. And like, especially on the second level, when you're doing the crafting, like everything's in a circle right there. You mm-hmm. don't have to like go very far. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? And then, I mean, it's just, I don't know. <laughs> no, it's, it's funny. So the reason I just asked that was because it never really bothered me, but I remember back in the day that a lot of people had problems with it, but it's one yeah. of those things where I didn't find it was, I don't know. Sometimes I definitely like games being designed to be fun and convenient as well. Not to just be like annoying, but like, yeah. I don't know. I didn't find it that detrimental there, but I just remember there was like a lot of problems where people were like, oh my God, it's so hard to navigate. And I'm like, well, logistically, it's a giant forest. <laughs> like, right. Like, it's not that doesn't sound like easy. it should be super easy to navigate. <laughs> like, right. I, I think it yeah. adds to it. Like, you're like, lo- yeah. you get lost in that jungle. In the jungle. Like, Damn, I have to climb this tree and that hill. And- right. And yeah. it's yeah. like a complaint is there's not enough trees. I feel like yeah, you which, should get lost yeah. more. Well, that's, yeah, I, I, to be fair, nowadays, like, if you had the art team, like we were just talking about, if you had the art team doing it now, I feel yeah. like it would sound like your processor was blasting off into space because there would just be like 2,000 <laughs> trees every four feet, and there's trees on trees on trees, and it's like, I feel like just because of when it was launched, it's much more reasonable yeah. looking. Um, but they yeah. did what they could for the, you know, for the time, it was 2014, which is kind of weird to think about when that came out. Right. Can I can I That's add two things real years. quick? Absolutely. Um, one, uh, the discussion we were having in Discord about what this conversation would be about. Uh, one of the options was mechanics. Yes. What we'd like to see added, and you know they love to pull from the older games from Arena and Daggerfall. I think they should add climbing in this game, but that's. I would a love conversation that. for a different I totally agree. But I, I think it'd be so rad. I, I would love that. I still think we need to turn that into a show at a later date. I, this one seemed much more Breath of the wild to do. climb anywhere. Yes. They're just like, oh, you're just suddenly climbing. Yeah. It's like when I first discovered that in the other game, I was like, what the? I imagine the world building they would do would expand so much and Grotwood and all those places would be way more enjoyable. You'd be seeing oh, what yeah, else I in would the like trees. That it would add a whole nother element to it like yeah, yeah i can as long as you have a building in skyrim there's climbing true true <gasps> and then the other thing i wanted to say was um i'm realizing as we go through everyone's favorite places I, i'm how did i forget about grotwood it's a big giant <laughs> tree like it's it, it's so cool it's so cool yeah. to i love for you know every single yeah, time great. someone says their new place right? like you know that's mine no that's yeah, mine. that's what it feels like <laughs> you know what <laughs> all right but um all right so um oh the other thing uh again addressing your other choice too because i didn't want to forget mm-hmm. that um so you had mentioned um the somerset expansion i assume is what you mean so so like yeah are you, so is it anything oh. from there like did you like oridon as an island or is it more yeah. specifically okay so it's it's kind of just I mean, that tropical high fantasy region yeah i didn't know if you meant specifically it, like oh okay well it's just like the somerset expansion or it's like literally somerset or sumerset if you want to have yeah, how it used right. to be pronounced in the series <laughs> they just Anywhere gloss over that has those tall monsters. Right. yeah 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 okay cool yeah so i mean because like i grew up 
born and raised in Florida. And like, if you go down to the keys, that's literally like what it would remind mm-hmm. you of. The keys are just clear blue water sure. beaches, beautiful. And then, like I said, some places in the Gulf and then even some places in the Atlantic are like that. And it's just, uh, it reminds me of my home. You know what I mean? Another nostalgia pull. You had a nostalgia pull for, yeah. uh, for <laughs> vacations and a nostalgia yeah. pull for where you lived. I think that's pretty solid. Yeah. All right. Uh, anybody else want to jump in with what uh, I was going to say? Now, now we've got some inspiration floating around, too, if you were in in uh, indecisive prior to this uh i'll go all righty so uh i mean i feel like honorable mention to skyrim because that was like the scenery in that game i feel like really was a huge contributing factor for me liking the game and then sure. into the series yep is the beautiful landscapes they have there uh but uh you know, Orsinium has a lot of the very similar landscapes, yep. and they got orcs and stuff over there. <laughs> so I, I would have to pick uh, Orsinium as my oh, favorite. Oh, Rob, do you like orcs? I didn't know. <laughs> but, but they're all <laughs> backstabbing When Rob hopped on, I was like, oh, I know where this is going. <laughs> you, you, you might have heard this once or twice before. I do have a, an inkling towards the Orsimer race. They're, <laughs> they're an interesting folk. But all the orcs in Orsinium wanted to kill you towards the end. Uh, maybe you shouldn't be someone they want to kill. That's, that's not my problem. <laughs> wow, we talked to the storyline. <laughs> <laughs> they all liked me. I don't know what you're talking about. That was a, a side note without spoiling anything for anybody who might not have played Orsinium or mm-hmm. the areas Rothgar that you're in type of thing. Uh, that is another, that was technically before they were chapters. It was just like the first expansion to the game, but they... It really weren't. Mm-hmm. It was, they didn't have a name for it yet. It's. I sometimes joke with some people. We just call it Chapter Zero because it was before before they yeah. labeled them like chapters. Craglorn was a DLC for consoles, but it wasn't a DLC for PC, More so like, they don't count that one. And so the next right. So it was DLC. like well, it, yeah, it came it came on our disc at, at mm-hmm. launch on console, so it was like sort of part of it, but like it had been expanded upon from what was originally in the game and then like there was the uh you know they they had the imperial city was like added but these were like smaller things rothgar was essentially what we know as the chapters now or nowadays it's just like an enormous region tons of new stuff added all in one giant pile and on to that note though when we're talking about the rothgar mountains and then the other areas orsinium is not one set location it um (laughs) To quote Thor, it is a people, not a place. Um, <laughs> and and so it's really cool because like there's an Orsinium that's been in uh, the Craglorn area kind of by uh, Dragon. What's that town that's like in between? Oh, um, Dragonstar. Dragonstar. The, yep. the most recent founding of Orsinium is just north of Dragonstar, I'm pretty sure. Right. It, um, it does help when it's getting raised to the ground and rebuilt in other locations. So it you would get, help if it was less raised frequently. It, it seems <laughs> to always be in a very mountainous region, which I'm yeah. very, like, like I said, like I love Skyrim and they have like a lot of cool snowy mountains. For sure. And so it's just like, oh, do you have like the rocky type of mountains or do you have the snowy type of mountains or do you have... Where 
however Orsinium has been, there's always been a very large mountainous region. Is they like a good defensive place to uh, place their forts? Yeah. Um, but yeah, Makes it's just su- super cool scenery. Every time they've founded a uh, place for uh, Orsinium, it's just been a lot of like the reach is a beautiful place. Uh, the Rothgarian mountains are a beautiful place. There's a lot of cool places around there. And the orcs just have like a really cool society to build around of that. And they, I like their architecture, very rugged and outdoorsy survivalist type stuff. I, I very much appreciate that kind of stuff. Watching doing the Orsinium Rothgar uh, chapter zero and learning the infighting between Trinomac followers and Malakath followers was really interesting. Um, I had no idea about Trinomac's story until that chapter, until I got in there. And then oh, watching that's the priestess cool. like, debate it and everything. And uh, I'm, I'm going to gush over Orsinium a little bit. Um, As you sport. should. It's uh, fantastic. Yeah, man. <laughs> when, when you're, it's a bit, of a, a bit of a spoiler, I think, but you know, it's been years. Um, when you're up in the mountains, I can't remember what quest it is, but the environmental effects start to kick in. And oh, I know what you're talking about. Snowfalls, and, yeah, and, and you're walking. Yeah, and yeah. your character literally puts up their hand because the winds are getting stronger, and it actually does like the extra snow effects. I know which yeah. one you're talking about. It's a small touch, but it's 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 really that sucked me into the game. And um, the old Orsinium dungeon might be one of the best looking like just sucks you and you get lost into an, an old city doing that and um, mm-hmm. like i said each time we talk about a new zone i remember how much i love it <laughs> orsinium is phenomenal i love it older Sinium has a really funny puzzle um whenever you go back there if uh you can tell who reads uh the books around the environment and who doesn't because you will see people who haven't been there yet just like attacking the door because it won't just solve itself um Whereas you need to like actually read the puzzle to do the order of the like symbols of the clans to make the door open. And it requires you to read like three pages of a book. And you can tell people are just like, no, can't read book, must get through. And they'll just sit there. And I'm like, Brian, you could have read the book 10 times it, and just it, turned. It's because <laughs> Skyrim diluted everyone and just everything's a whale claw. Claw. <laughs> and it's yeah exactly oh, whale make bird a snake it's the only option <laughs> <laughs> yeah the the puzzles in the eso as a whole aren't too difficult but i'd say on average they are slightly more difficult than the ones you would encounter in skyrim well, usually the answer is very close by as well but i've yeah, just always just... found that funny because once you solve it you're allowed to go in and out at will like you're the good answer in point. skyrim puzzles is look on the walls that's the answer yeah, um correct. the answer in eso is find a nearby piece of paper find a book somewhere on the ground read what it has to say it's going to tell you the answer in like right. a page or so nope i took I, someone I, through old arsenium recently and I just let them figure it out. I just sat back <laughs> yep. and I, I started to cackle when they're like, what the hell? And they're hitting yep. all the things and they oh, yeah, just no. kept going. And That's what I mean. It it, it, it's yeah. funny. You can always tell who is like, oop, it's your first time through this quest because you're very mad at it. <laughs> I did the same thing. Like I was running somebody through it on a character that they hadn't done it on before. Yep. And they were like, what is the answer to this? And I'm like, I don't know. I don't remember. I don't have to do it again. So yeah, like, I already solved this. you got to figure problem. it out. Yeah. <laughs> I remember it was like the clans that uh, didn't 
follow something. Yeah, and they've got their know. symbols yeah. on the. Their symbols plate. don't match what you the, would think they. The symbols are. A, would I represent. remember it took me a little while to make sure that I had the right symbol to the right clan. Uh, yeah. 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 But no, that's a that's another good choice because that is again that is a fantastic addition to. Um, I mean, sort of ESO only is where so much of that was expanded upon i really like so far a lot of this is like what eso has specifically expanded upon which as much as a lot of people have issues with like oh i don't like this multiplayer game why isn't it more canon and but elder scrolled six instead it's kind of funny because at this point like you know we just had the ninth year anniversary for elder scrolls online and i get you know people not wanting to play multiplayer or whatever um if that's not super your thing but they've made it so single player focused it it fills that yeah thing specific style especially with the yeah for sure yes the companions have also made it much more streamlined eso is like i feel like notoriously the least mmo like mmo it is still an mmo so oh without a doubt sure don't play it i guess but give it a shot because it's it's, it's a very gem. much the yeah. most single player friendly version. But and, I mean, uh, back to the, what has contributed, like, I, yes, mostly ESO has given me like what actual Orsinium looks like because we don't ever get to walk in, in Orsinium in any other game. Right. But you do get a lot of what to expect from like the lore provided yep. in Daggerfall. Without um, a doubt. Daggerfall provides a lot of like what Orsinium is like because uh, the king is a very huge player in the like a race to get new medium and all that or right well and, and kind of just to your, yeah. um yeah i know i know it, it, to your point though like the thing that i thought was so cool is that like a lot of these things are just prior to eso we had heard more about them and now we got to see an artist's interpretation of them um which has has been interesting actually kind of getting some type of like actual visual representation of them even if it's like maybe a little different or in some situations maybe a little too the same because like when you get off the boat inside an ean it's like wow this dock is really durable like holy crap this lasts for quite a long time this rickety wooden moldy dock and and skyrim did a really good job of like showing us what it was like for the orcs who don't live in orsinium because you get to see literally what the life is like in those like longhouse encampments yep um which is a really cool thing and it, I would like to imagine that, like, Orsinium as a whole is a lot like that, but with, like, stone fortresses and permanent I was going to say a little and, more permanence to it. Yeah, instead of uh, a lot more of a, like, nomadic culture inference, mm-hmm. it'd be a lot more like, oh, no, they, they have settled here for as long as the rest of Tamriel will let them. Right. And even <laughs> though they are kind of like nomadic around the region you can also have a set area that you work within even if you like move camp but it's not like Mm -hmm. okay i'm not moving across the entire continent i'm moving within like an area code or two (laughs) yeah it's like kind of real world ties like the romani people in actual Mm -hmm. history lost their home and sure unfortunately they did not ever get a home back though they are yeah that Left to be nomadic people throughout the world. Right. Uh, but you still have a lot of their culture spread throughout everyone sure. else's. And it's really cool to see that in game represented pretty well how, like, Ulk, the orc culture can influence a lot of the Skyrim cultures around the encampment. And then you see, like, the wood orcs in Grotwood. Uh, you know, there's a lot of cool, influential stuff that just from the nomadic people putting their presence. And so 
Orsinium being like my favorite region is like, well, there's a bit of Orsinium throughout all of Tamriel, and I sure. like every influence that it has. Nope. Another very good poll. Um, all right. Uh, Josh, Falcon, either of you feel uh, like you want to throw one out? Uh, I can go. All right. Yeah, uh-huh. I, I had a few. I First of all, I like uh, a lot of the ones that we've talked about already. I really like, I feel like the questing in Grotwood um, is underappreciated. Like some of my favorites, uh, like the side, I don't know about side quests, but ESO has a lot of quests. It sure um, does. <laughs> yeah. Um, but like my favorite, like I guess little side, some of my favorite side stories from like those, those mainline original provinces um, or in Grotwood and the Aldberry storyline. But I also, um, I really like Bardenfell and I was going to say Clockwork City, but I didn't know if it would count as like a province. So Clockwork City is definitely cool. my, my favorite. I, yeah. Totally, totally I, I would, counts. I would absolutely yeah. count that, especially because it's basically like a, a fabricated version of what Sothasil sees <laughs> yeah. the world as. And then, literally made it so i would think just because it's very small it still technically counts i well, mean and, we said blackwood yeah. so i mean that's an oh, area blackwood. within yeah, an I was area say, yeah i was gonna say <laughs> that's under the map this is just kind of resting politely on the map so i think that that, that totally counts yeah well and it, so i'm a very big lovecraft fan and uh i uh, another game series that i play a lot, i got play a lot of the FromSoft games um okay. and so i feel like clockwork city is kind of the most like lovecrafty and like cosmic in that way like that uh, elder scrolls maybe not i'm sure there's more obscure stuff i haven't played a lot of the older games but like um in ESO, especially, that's kind of like in that. Oh, well, I guess with Necrom coming up, we're going to get a lot more of that. Sure. But to this point, that's right. kind of been like the weirdest in that way that it gets. And I like a lot of the stuff with like the automatons and Sothasil and his sister. I think that's really creepy stuff. That is. Or how so about the yeah. eerie bees? Sorry. I yeah. No. No. That's all of it. Yeah. And it's or- full of dark elves, so there's plenty of racism too. Yes. <laughs> 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 Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Sorry. No, love no, Lovecraftian's work. Don't love Lovecraft himself. That's, that's <laughs> true. I, I didn't really think of that connection, but I'm sure the Dark Elves would love Lovecraft. For that. <laughs> um, what do you uh, actually, Jamar? If you want to jump off first before I jump in, yeah, thank you. Um, the music in Clockwork is so cold and sci-fi and just eerie that it really adds to like the the zone being uh you know not organic and it's 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 really it's a really cool place to be clockwork did cross my mind before we came to the podcast but if you can't tell i like elder scrolls (laughs) anyways go go, go on i'm i'm actually glad you brought up that too because that was something that i thought really kind of uh Sort of to Josh's point of it being like. All right. So everybody knows how VPN services and ExpressVPN can protect your privacy and security online. Right. But did you know that there are some secret hidden benefits to using ExpressVPN, like unlocking movies and shows that are only available in other countries? So if you're like me, you probably enjoy watching shows on Netflix, for example. Well, with ExpressVPN, you can unlock the UK version of The Office, or Parasite from South Korean Netflix. Over a hundred different countries. All you have to do is change your location and refresh Netflix or whatever 
Hulu, BBC iPlayer, YouTube, you name it. In fact, when I set it up for myself, I was surprised at how easy it was. It just installs and then loads up and works. And it works on more than just PCs, phones, media consoles, smart TVs, and so much more. So if you want to access hundreds of new shows, use my link right now, expressvpn.com slash scrolls lore, and you can get an extra three months of ExpressVPN for free. That's expressvpn.com slash scrolls lore, expressvpn.com slash scrolls lore to learn more. Almost like otherworldly in a lot of ways that place is very out there um and it might not even seem as out there as it really is until you kind of really look at what's going on there it is dystopian af in there (laughs) like it is a it is a messed up environment even though it's supposed to be like this utopia i feel as though if you spin like i have personally felt after spending a lot of time in clockwork I'll return back to Tamriel, like back to Nern and everything. And like, it feels like I'm coming back to like civilization in a weird way. Like it's so desolate out there. Like there's people, there's the automatons and there's all the citizens, but it can make you feel cold and alone. And it's, it's interesting. The atmosphere there is really cool. Yeah. Yeah. The music I find to be incredibly good in that area. It's really <laughs> it's really kind of depressing if you, if you kind of just sit and listen to it. Uh, but um, so, so like it's very much like you said, it's, it's like, it's got like a creepy vibe to it, even though it's supposed to be like utopian. Um, you had mentioned uh, Josh, the, the, the thing with Sothasil and his sister where there's like, questions of like well is the voice in the automaton like it's strongly alluded to that that's the memories of his sister right yeah died really horrifically (laughs) not great yeah um not great so it's like it's got this like really really just unsettling vibe that's always kind of lingering in the in the environment which is i i think very unique to that region and it's funny just because like the other region you mentioned being Vardenfell, they're obviously strongly connected because, you know, that's, that's kind of like the whole where Sothasil's from thing. But I, I really like the fact that it's like, yeah, those two kind of go hand in hand because it's like, well, here's what he basically wants to mimic, like Vardenfell and Morrowind in general is what Sothasil is sort of trying to mimic in this world. And instead, it's just this synthetic like cold version of it and it's like woof it's like it's not quite as uh not maybe didn't quite stick the landing as much as he wished he did yeah it feels it feels really out of touch yeah yeah like sothasil yeah 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 uh, yeah, no (laughs) very much he nailed it i guess then yeah (laughs) well i don't think he wanted it to be that way maybe right right. yeah maybe he goes a big thing but uh i feel like it was definitely one of those like Oh, what do you mean? It's all cold and emotionless. Oh, that's just who I am as a person, and I just kind of let that bleed out into my work because that's how right. art works. And right. well, him and I, creating this place is kind of his artwork for sure. Yeah. And I feel like that plays into the Lovecraft thing too, because that's a big Lovecraft thing. Where like you, he didn't get what he bargained for at all. Like he thought he knew the rules and he thought he had it figured Very out, and point. it's yeah. it's just not how that worked. Right. I would um, say a bit of the creepiness. I feel like seventy percent is because of his creation being him uh right but 
Yeah. Also, the fact that when we see it in ESO, it has a lot of Nocturnal's influence at the time. It does. And so there's a lot of shadowy, creepy, like, very... I love that. Serious <laughs> darkness <laughs> stuff going on. Yeah. It's super cool. I love, like, all, like, the like sh- the shades coming from the ground. Yeah, and, and the shrieks coming out and everything. Yep. Yeah. No, another... I- very good pull because that one's actually it's, it's it's funny i like a lot a lot of these are just like really like staples of the series that you don't necessarily think of right off the bat we're not like, here to be boring lotus yeah i appreciate you making this <laughs> this makes it look like we know None what we're doing on the show vanilla. by having all of you <laughs> yeah. hey i chose glenumbra that's pretty vanilla hey, you chose, black, you chose black reach first we're, we're gonna help you out and ignore the glenumbra part okay, okay. <laughs> plus you love everything yeah well, like but, i said in the chat his favorite region is the whole game so. yeah it seems to be yeah we're joking in the chat i was also i called him a bit of a regional hoe yeah <laughs> going and I, from region to region. I did not see that <laughs> <laughs> Um, oh, Falcon, you got uh, you got a region of choice that you might want to throw at us. If you do, you're muted. <laughs> oh my god, he's dead! Oh crap, he got too depressed in in Clockwork City. <laughs> that this was the problem. <laughs> I assume he'll be back soon. We can yeah, I'll assume as much. City. It's, <laughs> We can once, uh, once he we returns. can find out what Lotus is. Yeah, so once he returns, he can totally just sub in. But if you thought Jamorov was a bit of a regional hoe, I'm way more of that. Um, so oh, no. I will start by saying that, like, for the sake of, of you know playing by the rules, my favorite place that I would just default to would be pretty much anything from the Morrowind region. Probably the surprise of not too many. Um, I, a lot of people probably would also expect Apocrypha, which I do think is really cool, but Morrowind in general, um, a lot of it relates to nostalgia factor because that was the game that got me hooked on the series itself. Uh, when I first played the Elder Scrolls Three Morrowind, um, in all its very polygonal graphics on the Xbox original, um, but I feel like if that region wasn't so effing weird, I might not have bothered to stay and try to figure out what the game even was. Because I was much more of like, for lack of a better term, I was like a shooter bro. Like I played. Call of Duty or Halo or Unreal Tournament and Madden. And that was like the extent that's of okay. my game. I forgive you. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. Madden doesn't because I don't buy his well, packs. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> but um, those were sort of more my type of things uh, before. And I would just goof around and play whatever. But when I was over my friend's house, um, I try. I was like, oh, what is this thing? Because it just looked like basically uh, a a poorly kept book is kind of what the cover looks like. It's like pseudo leather and it's just like got this weird hand symbol on it and that's it. And I'm like, what the hell is this game? And he's like, ah, you probably won't like that. And I, I started trying to mess around with it. And every time I asked a question, my friend's like, oh yeah, you can, you can do that. I was like, 
well, can I just mess these people up and take their house and live there? He's like, yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess if that's what you want to do. I was like, that's exactly what I want to do. And I just kept finding more stuff that I was like, wow, this game's got a lot of freedom. And then I started kind of just roaming around and I couldn't really wrap my head around what genre the game was, but the environment was so bizarre. It was just weird. Um, And it kind of kept me going back to it for a long time. After doing so, then I expanded out and got really hooked on the series as a whole. Um, That's what I would say if I had to pick a region. However, so what I would really a maniac. What I really would want to say is that in the joking way that we were like, oh, it's all of Tamriel. It's literally all of Tamriel. And I can explain why I would say that specifically as opposed to just like, I don't want to come up with an answer because thinking is hard. The thing about the series that I love so much is the diversity of biomes in this makes this series feel so much more complete than anything else. Not to dunk on any other types of, um, like, I I don't know, fiction. Dunk on them. Go for it. it, Well, they suck. So, (laughs) in Star Wars, you you have planets devoted to, (laughs) To what Satan It's the snow planet. It's the jungle planet. That's fine. Like, whatever. But that doesn't, like, that kind of doesn't really make a lot of sense. Um, So, this... I feel much more like you don't even have different continents so much as like, cause it, it, you get a little variety, but like so many things need to give you a totally separate area to give you a difference in a biome. Whereas the continent of Tamriel feels like an actual like continent, because even just us talking about where we've, where we live, where we visited, it's so different. And we're all not even that far away from each other, which is how a lot of these things work. So the fact that there's so much variety between everything, even on just the continent, then you have things like at Mora. And I was going to say, like, just right. imagine how how weird it gets. Foreign they would be exactly like Thras, Yakuza. Like, give me a game where we go to Thras. Like, what is that about? Like, what even is that? Um, but like the fact that there is so much variety you've mentioned, each of you have, has mentioned these really unique things. A lot of times very different from each other, be they fantastical and something like the clockwork city, or if they're, you know, something that we're saying is like pretty generic, like Glenumbra, the weird sticks out more because it has the opposing normal to balance off of. And I feel like that actually helps make each of the things feel more unique as a result. So like a lot of the reasons that these things click and seem so cool is because they have counterparts that are either so normal, it makes it stand out more or it's the normal thing that grounds it. And it's like, well, yeah, it's medieval Europe. That's something I can relate to. Not everything is giant mushroom towers with coral, mountainsides and stuff like that. It's a good mix of everything, both realistic and not so much. So 
Yeah, and I like when I was talking about Orsinium having like all those orc settlements throughout all of Tamriel and how like the diversity of that just makes it so much more interesting. It really comes back down to just why Tamriel as a whole is so cool and interesting. So like yeah, yeah. totally agree. Um still right. called me a hoe. <laughs> That's yeah, all right. Because I still toes. chose one place. I just chose a place <laughs> that has dipped their toes in a lot of other places. <laughs> and Falcon, you got your phone back. Yeah. It, I don't know. Zoom makes it upset for some reason. It, it happens. It's part of technology. All right. Close <laughs> us out, buddy. What uh what would you go with for your region of choice? Um <laughs> So I don't, I don't play ESO. I don't, so I don't know. Sure. I don't have a ton of experience of most of these. That's yeah, okay. Yeah. We forgive I, you. I, I, I want to. You're missing out. <laughs> you still got plenty I, I, to work with. So. I, I'll talk on at first the uh, Hammerfell because I like to play as uh, Red Guards. Okay. Um, I think like that, like vaguely Middle Eastern. Uh, part is interesting. I think it's cool. Yeah, I, I think their architecture um, is some of the coolest in the entire series. Yeah, <laughs> like pretty it. much hands down. That's part of why I like to play as red guards. I also, uh, they're the least popular in Skyrim, so only give them love, I guess. That's fair. Um, but like to go like more micro, the Forgotten Veil. Ooh, okay. I was um, about that one. Because like it is the most Skyrim to Skyrim. <laughs> like you you think of Skyrim, it's just like yeah, it's just like snow mountains. I mean there's even snow elves there. Yep. Um or snow elf? I don't remember. Snow elf, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think you it's snow elf. Elves. There are a lot of I think there's two. in the caves around. Well, yeah, then, I, I was going to yeah. say, if you want to d- keep yeah. the the whole thing, it's like, yeah, there's plenty of Falmer, which are technically snow elves, so makes sense. Yeah. But it's like Skyrim Untouched. But really, it's just the one. <laughs> yeah, it's just the one. I mean, there are notably two. It's kind cool. of a big yeah. plot point that there are two. That, yeah. yeah, all right. That's well, fair. I guess now there's one. Spoiler. Well, I was okay. Yes, yeah. yeah. Spoiler for <laughs> yes. Spoiler. Like Eleven years ago. Yeah. The, <laughs> spoiler for vague numbers on an expansion years, from eleven years ago. Um. All right. So one thing I've got to ask you then, because I really am curious on this then, because this is actually a pretty interesting way of you. You had mentioned one that could potentially ties in. We don't know what the deal is with Elder Scrolls Six yet. Yeah. Would you be interested? Because again, there's there's speculation of where this is going to be. The Hammerfell region type of thing is pretty pretty highly debated on like, okay, is that the region we're gonna be in? Um I don't know if debated is the right word. I feel like it's a like grand unison of like everyone's pretty sure it's uh, gonna be Hammerfell. I, yeah. I I I guess that's true. It seems like since we haven't heard anything from that trail, it seemed like originally there was a lot more debate on it, and you're there right. And be. now it's kind of yeah, you're right. Now it's kind of fizzled into so we're going to Hammerfell, right? And that trailer don't get has any... been so picked apart in it, exactly five so like, years? Holy yeah. crap. 
Yeah, I we won't find out for sure for <laughs> oh at least God. another two. Yeah, yeah. no, tw- minimum. Twenty thirty-five. Pretty popular uh, series. I think we'll be. I think we'll see some big announcement next year because it's the 30th anniversary we'll of the finally, series. And we'll finally most Maybe. likely have played Starfield. It's, <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, it just depends when Starfield releases. Yeah. 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 If it's still, if Starfield still comes out in September as it's supposed to, I don't yeah, think we should trailer, see, but we might get an announcement. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I don't definitely. know if we'll get a trailer, but I think they'll reveal some more stuff for the, 30th anniversary yeah maybe just give us some information to to yeah. ruminate on and well, go crazy they, they did that with the 25th because that's when they should like kind of you see yeah. like behind the scenes with the new game engine right 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 because yeah. they did the mocap with skyrim grandma yes exactly yeah. that's true that's true um so like going on the assumption because rob's kind of right it's less debated now more kind of just like passively accepted until we get a reason that we don't think it's that especially with like the weird is it a a nudge to the region on that, that thing that was carved into the side of the Starfield dashboard where it looked like the Hammerfell region that people were like looking at. So it's like, assume, we'll just go on the, the assumption. Like, let's say, okay, sure. Elder Scrolls 6, it'll be in the Hammerfell region. What, since, since it's a region that you're obviously interested in, something that you like, is there anything you would be really like, oh, man, I really hope they cover that? Like a specific thing or anything that you're really hoping to see? I mean, obviously, the Red Guard influence will be pretty interesting. Yeah. Um, and I would really like them as main characters as, as a, you know, each game has the race of choice as like the default. Yeah. So it'd be kind of cool to have them be the race of choice because I feel like they are really pretty unique to the series and pretty cool but is there because yeah, like, they're like you, one of the yeah is there the like only race not from tamriel or who is there another um one? so technically argonians debatably Argon- but, oh, yeah argonians that, are a little suspect really... um nords originally not so much yeah um, they're from uh at mora yeah, yeah so they came in talking about they were born on <laughs> throat of the world yeah all of uh, them yes. are born there all the nord women go to the top of that mountain and then Yep. Sit was, on the eggs. Yeah. <laughs> Sit on the eggs. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Ah, flawless continuity. But, Beautiful. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, 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 I would be very excited for it to go there. And I guess it's not, I know the topic of this episode is places, but what I'd be most interested to see is, is it sword singing? Is that what Oh my God. I'm so glad yeah. you brought yeah. this up. Cause they need, because they can't go, since they introduced shouting, they need some equivalent, and that feels like a rough equivalent. I could not agree with you more on that. Um, I mean, I- we've been getting like teasers from like Sai Sahan's story in mm-hmm. the base game, and then also in his future appearances, they keep coming back to like him developing sword singing. So while it's shown to be like a lost art, it's not truly lost, apparently, right. Saisahan yeah. never like wrote anything down, which would be. But the, I mean, I guess if you're real good at reading the Book of Circles, maybe you can figure it out. <laughs> type of deal. I mean, yeah. It's, um, no, I, I actually, I, I like that you brought that up because that's actually one of the things that I really, assuming this is where we go in the next game, um, I totally agree with that as well um i've i've mentioned that a few times before exactly like you said it's like that will be your comparable superpower quote unquote is like shouts or whatever um a sword singing thing could be very cool and the potential of it is pretty 
world bending as well because they always have like the catastrophic event that's going on that gets all wacky and then everything else is kind of just like oh yeah these are much more grounded storylines and stuff like that yeah. dark brotherhood and stuff like that whereas um Ooh. theoretically it potentially sword singing was what sunk the continent of yakuda according to some stories allegedly so, twist allegedly. when we go to valenwood Unless we go to Valen, and then it turns out it's Elder Scrolls Six. Plot twist: Akavir. You just skip out of the unless continent entirely. They, <laughs> unless they do this like pattern of like you know how in I don't know about the previous games prior to Morrowind, but like starting Very with Morrowind, anyways, <laughs> you are like this um the Nerevarine or oh yeah the Nerevarine yep and then yeah. in Oblivion you're kind of just some person I, and then well no you're Skyrim, in the dreams of Uriel Septim yeah, you are yeah. still prophesized you're not as like no you're you're the you, best you know friend of the person like, who saves the world in Oblivion is what yeah. you are yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then in Skyrim you are the yeah, you're the, the dragonborn, right? Oh, this next game you should be a nobody. You're gonna you're be a, a nobody again. You're be a nobody. You know what I mean? Unless they do that. <laughs> so that would, and then so that would be kind of interesting because, like, in and out of the different games, just we'll, we'll close up on just kind of this whole weird idea of like this, but like. A lot of times when they're not an important character in some of the games, because sometimes you're not like you're just, you know, you're a blades agent in Daggerfall and your boat just shipwrecks. Um, You're the second best mage at the Battlespire Academy. Like the best mage is literally out in front of you doing all the stuff that you should be doing because she's better than you. So you're number two up until she gets captured. Blades, you're literally just a survivor. Yes. It's blades Battles you just show up lore. and you're like my dad was popular and you're like was he though because like nobody knows who you are <laughs> like, <laughs> i feel like they could do another huge prophecy thing where you're like oh you're mantling hoonding or you're right. like uh the return of the shihai or something like that yeah um they could do some huge big prophecy hero and they, if they go to red guard they probably will do something like that but whether they do it where you are a nobody who becomes that or you are just are that we'll, we'll see how they approach exactly that. and to that point it in elder scrolls for oblivion the joke is you're 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 the person who helps the chosen one as opposed to you being the chosen one yeah however then you become a really weird chosen one in an expansion in a totally off the rails way where it's like, okay, yeah. well you now you're potentially God. one of the most powerful of all the characters. Yeah. You're not yeah. the chosen one in the base game story of oblivion, but you are still prophesized because right. Uriel sometimes like, Oh, I saw you in my dreams. You're the one who's going to help complete this story for us. Yeah. Exactly. And Martin Septim's going to be the hero, but you're going to play a key part. Definitely. I hope we lose in elder scroll six. I am. Um, <laughs> Those I stories been, are oh, fun, God. where the hero is not the it, winner. Yes, it doesn't go the way you think. <laughs> well, I yeah. feel like that would be very 
like devaluing to the player experience, but I think it would be really yeah. interesting if the player won, quote unquote, but like was still left in ruin. Like they're like, oh, you won, but at what cost? And yeah, that'd be a which, really interesting thing. Right. Which or you is just a... straight up died. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You, like, die you won, but you died a you hero. You need a new character. Well, yeah. I mean, in Morrowind, you basically just screw off when you're done. Everybody's like, where'd the Nerevarian go? We're like, oh. Don't you go to Akavir? <laughs> yeah, you went to go find some Akaviri girlfriend. Yeah, it becomes very nebulous and people kind of lose <laughs> track see. of you. And um and that that's just it. I mean prior to Dragon Breaks being a uh MacGuffin for the series, um I mean it was essentially created as a a, a writing method because at the end of the elder scrolls 2 daggerfall there were so many canonical endings they're like well what the hell's the real ending like what do we what do we do because not all of them are great like some of them much like you said you don't necessarily lose but you you didn't exactly win and then some of them you sort of win so it's like yeah, we've talked about like in Oblivion, the hero does what the hero is supposed to do and you win the game, right. but like Dagon succeeded. He might not Correct. have won, but he did succeed. Yeah, exactly. And it's highly debated on how much we actually, it looks like we win at the end of Skyrim, but there's arguments to be made that we actually Parthenax screwed quotes. stuff up. Yeah. Like, <laughs> um, I do like oh, like... you just sped up the end of the world. <laughs> right. It's like you done messed up. I do um, hope multiple endings come back. I would love that. Um, but no, actually, just, yeah, to close this out, I, I actually really like that. I would love a Red Guard focus. Um, I've been waiting for a Red Guard chapter to be added to the Elder Scrolls Online specifically for that same reason. I think they're awesome. Um, and a, a, their region is cool. A lot of their traditions are really interesting and stuff like that. So I, I would love to see that fleshed out. More. Having them be the star race, like you said, like the default player. Yep. Like, yeah, yeah. It'd be really interesting. That'd, that'd like, be cool. On, on a real world perspective, how many video games do you have a like a black character be? Oh, the main sure. Character? If you want to even go with something like that, yeah. yeah. That's just one aspect. And then two, every, I listen to so much like lore podcasts, and like I, I'm so into the lore, obviously. And anytime Nerd. people start bringing up <laughs> the red card lore, yeah. Uh, it's just like it's foreign to me. I'm still interested. I still want to learn, but yeah. it's like, oh, I don't really know much about the Red I know Guard they... lore because they get so hidden, and it would be so cool to have them be at the forefront Wait. and us get to learn so much more and get the in-depth stuff that we have and all the other stuff. And get they that also same treatment for the Red Guard. Is their best representation the game Red Guard? That oh, there's a lot of ESO lore. That helps. Um, but there is a, a lot, lot in ESO. Honestly, oh, Sai Sahan is like the forefront. Yeah. Daggerfall, <laughs> the game, has a lot of uh, uh, red yeah, content. There, there's, a, there's a decent amount in Daggerfall that I've been uncovering while I've been playing through that. Uh, you're in, you're in um, uh, you know, there's obviously a decent amount there. And the whole thing with like being in Sentinel and stuff like that, you're you're there a lot. Um, so they they, mm-hmm. they they flesh a lot of that out um, for what the story. I mean, but it's never there, but the it's main harder to location. get to. Right. Um, yeah. and Besides Red Guard, this, the game. Which, yeah. And then there's Yellow Adventures Red Guard, which we're not going to talk much about this because um, it may or may not be like in my top three most disliked video games I've ever played. Um, 
the game just straight up doesn't work. Um, but that aside, um, yeah, they definitely give you some stuff in that game. I haven't played it in right. years, but they, they do fill out some of the stuff. Um, it is definitely like 90s as hell, so it's really cringe yeah. a lot of the time, too. The only thing I will absolutely say, unparalleled awesomeness from that game, is the main character has like one of the best voice actors. So is Clavicus Vile. Yeah. I think that's yeah. the first game Todd Howard was director for too. Yes, he is he is front and center at the start of those credits, um, which is I very think he actually does voice act some of the characters in that game too. I so. assume you know, I want to just I'm not going to look it up. I just want to assume he's random pirate B who just literally when you're in sword fights with these <laughs> like this specific model, they're just he's like the saying unguard, unguard, unguard like nonstop, just insufferable non-stop no matter what's <laughs> but um awesome all right well jamarf had to take off um because he got a call but um so we'll just go around the table if the, you guys are up to anything um that you want to shout out feel free and um personally i just want to thank you all for being here I hope tom feels better for next show but um we'll just start back with the cameras are positioned ben what have you been up to uh got anything you want to promote before we take off you know I do. I, I am. It's a very leading question. <laughs> I know, right? Uh, so I am a host of Holocron History, Star Wars Canon versus Legends, to where we take a deep dive into the Star Wars universe. And I'm also one of the hosts for the Wizarding World Lorecast, to where we take a deep dive in all things Wizarding World and Harry Potter. Other than that, uh, catch me on my Twitch channel, Ben of Tamaria. I am start trying to get start back into streaming again. Uh, I mean, I live streamed both my shows, but I just live streamed Tour for the first time in like forever. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm trying to get back into doing more stuff. Nice. Awesome. Uh, T-Rex? Uh, I'm not doing anything. I do have my um, master's degree graduation next week. Oh, yeah? No, the week after whatever it's that on is, the ninth. whenever that is <laughs> whatever week the ninth is on it's that yep um, that, well sorry that was my phone oh that's fine um uh but that's all i've got going on um, for anybody on i'm, um, I, I'm, not, I'm in the discord oh sorry no you you are in the discord but for anybody who might be watching this yeah. i was gonna say um I want to, since you're not bringing it up, you got a wicked sweet Elder Scrolls tattoo. We're tattoo buddies. So like, yeah, I mean, I've got, yeah, you've got the Ouroboros around there. Mine going this way. And then, and then, yeah, your newest edition from the Nocturnal. I don't know how to show this. It's like inside (laughs) my arm, but it's my Nocturnal inspired tattoo. <laughs> Sorry, my husband's sending me uh, reels. <laughs> so We're just gonna have to cut going all of this out. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, for real. Grab the whole episode. Um, <laughs> No, so, the, the the bird looks awesome. Yeah, the no, they came out awesome. Yeah. That's why I was like, okay, those are even Elder Scrolls related. I'm gonna shout those out for you if you don't, because they came out great. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, and I should be getting my next one here. Uh, probably in the next few weeks or so, it'll probably be Mafala. 
face. No. <laughs> no? <laughs> actually, so actually the artist drew this out himself. Like I sent him the, um, what's it called? The like nocturnal symbol from the mm-hmm. games. And it's mm-hmm. the crow or raven, whatever sure. bird you want to call it, holding the crescent moon, right? And I was like, I want this, but I don't like the way it looks. So could you draw it out? And then so he drew this. This, but make it good. <laughs> yes. This, but yes. better, please. <laughs> and so, and I uh, told him, like, I showed him the one for Mafala, and he's like, I could draw that out too with some spider webs and like, you know, I'm like, nice. yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. So that'll probably be the next one. Not sure where I'm going to get it yet, but I we'll recommend, I recommend just a, you know, forehead to chin, I'm not doing ear that. to ear. No, 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 no. What, what she'll have to do is get the hand from the dark brotherhood there. Oh yeah. There, there that's you what you need to do. You just look like war paint. <laughs> Unironically, oh my kind God. of a cool suggestion. <laughs> they actually have that as like one of the things in ESO. I'm pretty sure it's like they, just, a yeah. Hand. Yep. They totally do. <laughs> I'm like, you are correct. That's stupid looking, but all right. <laughs> I don't know who does that one. Um, but I am in the discord and I am on Twitter. I don't really like, post anything but i'm there <laughs> you're lurking yeah Sithis is disappointed in you for not choosing that first uh, option <laughs> <laughs> i have to figure out um a dark brotherhood tattoo i don't know what i'm gonna get yet um i you would like to do something Sithis. <laughs> <laughs> I, would I feel like, like that would have a different connotation related to Sithis, but that's kind of hard since you don't really have a yeah there's a representation i, mean, I was gonna say there's Real not a the lot of space there's yeah. probably like some Argo- argonian uh like symbology oh like a shadow scale symbol yeah there might yeah be. maybe something like, Ooh, I, I would look maybe. into that there's probably something i'll have to look more into it mm-hmm um, Rob, what have you been up to and or are still up to? Yeah. Um, well, I, just because Jumaroff's not here, I want to help a friend out. Go follow him on Twitch. He, he's J-U-M-O-R-A-F. He, he streams on Twitch. He wasn't able to sign off, so just helping out a friend. Um, so that's, that's where you can find him. If you want to find me, uh, don't. I'll find you. <laughs> Cool. So Rob is in the Dark Brotherhood as well. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> Who's outside of my window? <laughs> uh, but no, uh, Rob the Princess. You can find me on Twitter. I I sometimes post like a dumb meme every now and then. I don't go on there too often. Uh, I am the guild officer along with um, my friend Jillian. We run stuff on the PCNA server for the Lorecasters. Um, we shenan and then we shenan again all the time. So it's lots of fun. And if you want to join, just uh, reach out and we'll be happy to run stuff with you, teach you the ropes if you don't know. And if you play on one of the other servers, I'm sure their guild officers are half as cool as us. So that's that's fine enough. <laughs> awesome, uh, awesome. And that should be... Oh, um, also Skype Oblivion Project. I was going to say Skype Oblivion Project. Uh Go check it out. They have a Discord server. Yeah, they have a release date announced. I don't remember what it is, but they have it. So it's there. You can look it up. (laughs) Google it. I promise. Uh, That's it. Thanks. Um, Josh, what are you up to? Got anything you want to shout out? 
Uh, so nothing to promote at the moment. I am on the Discord uh, and I am in the the, the guild uh, for ESO. Um, Rob did find me this week before I actually jumped on, so he's not kidding about that. Uh, I, I filled out the forms and, and got a message and got the invite, so that is that is real, and I can attest to that. But um, honestly, no, I I'm kind of trying not to have anything to promote right now. I've been um, this is my first time jumping on obviously. And I've yeah. um, uh, pretty much been working or in college for like nine years or, or both for like nine years. And oh, so I'm Lord. pretty much just taking a pivot and deciding to do nothing but hang out and play some video games and kind of focus on relaxing. Cause I need to chill out because I haven't yes. really been able to do that in a long time. So, so find me in the guild or find me on the discord. But other than that, I will, I'll have some stuff to promote. Eventually I'm working on getting set up with like a, I'm going to get on Twitch eventually and yeah. do some stuff there and uh, all that. But uh, for now, just, just hanging out. Good. I was going to say, take some time to yourself, unwind, have some fun. So. And it was a pleasure having you for the first time. It's yeah, I was going to say it was nice to actually have you join us. Yeah, it was. I was. I was not like nervous because of the people, just nervous because of I haven't really done something like this before. I've I've done podcasting, but not like with the video and all that. Sure, so it's a little it nervous, but it was a lot of fun. I'm excited to to be on again. It's fun, and then it becomes addicting. Yeah, you <laughs> want to start your own show? And no I, pressure. There's just thousands <laughs> of listeners. Right. And I was, <laughs> yeah, well, and that's I, I kind of threw myself into it too because I'm so I when I when I see like the pivoting. So I graduated from the University of Akron, but then I was most recently at Michigan State because I didn't really like what I ended up doing. Mm-hmm. But I'm not finishing that either because it's basically just one of those things where I'm tired of paying tuition prices to keep changing my mind. That's fair. I'm just going to stop paying tuition prices until I make up my mind. Um, that <laughs> seems, choice. that seems smarter. And funny enough, when you do that, you save a ton of money and I jumped on this and the fallout forecast. So I will be on that because I'm saving a bunch of money right now and I can get some new <laughs> streaming equipment and sign up for stuff like these podcasts. That's awesome. Um, and if you ever, you know, this can kind of go to anybody. If you ever question, uh, you know, trying to get used to it and the more people do this, it's just the more you get used to it. Um, I don't remember offhand because it feels like a million years ago. Uh, the first time I was on Tales of Tamriel, uh, yeah, they had to like edit the episode an irresponsible amount because I didn't know how to self uh, censor myself. Um, and I got rambly because I didn't know like really the cadence of it so yeah you ever want to learn how to not podcast you can just find that episode and it's pretty much just like yeah okay if i just don't do this i'll be really good at podcasting or just listen to anything from toasty from the witcher lore cast <laughs> damn call him out <laughs> he's come on my show he's come on to my show and dropped oh, like gross. three f-bombs and star wars it's like dude <laughs> yeah this is yeah. family friendly it, I, <laughs> yeah it, it it takes some effort it takes some effort uh, to adjust. Also, have fun, Tom, to edit this episode. This is the longest one we've had so far. It's fine. Don't worry about it. This is what you, he knew what he was doing. Long to. episode. Um, and Falcon, what have you got? Uh, anything? Anything you want to shout out? So my online footprint is essentially this. This <laughs> once a month. I don't. <laughs> nice. I, I'm glad I, to have I'm in the Discord. There. I'll talk on it, but I don't do it. I don't play online games. I just play single player. So. Um, 
But uh, I wish Skyrim was more punishing. I'm looking at mods to install and make it oh, to make it harder. Yeah, I got mods on New Vegas where my carry weights like 50 pounds, and it's Whoa. just a difficult game now. So I'm trying to do the same to Skyrim. Nice. I just have it where uh, gold has weight. Uh, oh my. That'll be yeah. enough. Yeah, gold has weight. That's a good one. Because 300 pound carry weight is comically high. Isn't that a base feature in Daggerfall? It Lotus? sure is a base feature in Daggerfall. I went to the bank. I couldn't figure out why I was constantly <laughs> having my shins shatter when I was walking around through dungeon. I was like, I can pick up like a damp rag and I'm over encumbered. Like, what is going on in this game? And I went to the bank and I was like, oh, let me just deposit this like 100,000 gold. And then all of a sudden it was like, oh, by the way, you're carrying like four pounds of weight. I was like, oh my God, the gold weighed more than my character. Like what is happening in this world? Yeah, I would purposely, like not in Dagger because I haven't played that one specifically, but in games that do that, I would purposely buy very, very expensive items that don't weigh a lot of money, uh, that don't weigh a lot of weight. I mean, sorry, uh, because then you just, you're essentially holding all this value that you can sell at a later date. And it weighs like a pound because mm. it's like a magic staff. Yeah, unless it's Skyrim economy, then that doesn't make sense. So make Skyrim more like Daggerfall. That's that's what yeah, I understand. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Pretty well, much. That's Skyrim no. wishes. There's Skyrim that would be wishes. impossible. Dude, any game wishes it had as many features as Daggerfall. <laughs> um, Horrifying. <laughs> and as for me, uh, it's very easy. I. Uh, uh, co-host Tales of Tamriel as well over on the same network that we're on right now, Robots Radio. Um, we're the unofficial Elder Scrolls podcast over there, and we just kind of cover news and stories from in-games. Um, but other than that, I have not really had any time to do my own stuff as of late, so uh, that's really my only thing outside of this show at the moment, but hopefully um, with Necrom on the way out, I'll be able to get back into streaming some more and also eventually beat Daggerfall. Um, you know, I kind of figured I'd be a little farther along than Quest 4 after 40 hours in that game, but uh, it's just probably going for the record for the longest uh, Let's Play in history by the time I'm done. So, we shall see. Um, otherwise... The, um, the PS Guild that you, you gave us oh, a while Oh, yes. Back, actually, but... that's true. I don't know if I mentioned that last time, but if I did not, it's probably good to mention again. Thanks, Rob. Um, we actually have a uh, active PlayStation North America um, guild for um, the Lorecast now, and also kind of tangentially Tales of Tamriel too, just because I've got crossover from that. So, and we all kind of share a big server of friends. So, um, if you do play on PlayStation North America and you are looking for just a nice casual social guild where if you're looking around something and people are on, um, it, you can just ask. We've got an open guild bank. I'm currently building us a guild hall. Uh, don't expect that to happen anytime efficiently soon, but it will be built. Um, so, it, you know, that'll have all your crafting stuff and everything like that once I can manage to get that done. But it is live, so feel free to jump on the uh, Robots Radio Discord and you can apply to Guild um, and we can get you in there as well. So, yeah, that I think covers everything. Um, leave it to 
Tom to let me host, and it probably is the longest lore cast we've ever had. Um, and it's still within reason of a short show compared to some of the th- things I normally do. But um, yeah, it's thanks not three hours. For, it's not three <laughs> Let's hours. Let's keep the ball rolling. We got more to talk about. <laughs> part so, two. Yeah, I was going to say. So now <laughs> we're going to do the mid-show break. And <laughs> uh, But no, oh, so we are off. I uh, hope you enjoyed the show, everybody. And thank you all for joining us. Um, I, you know, eager to talk to you all again next month when we maybe we should do game mechanics next month i think we should do part two of that because this was a very close vote prior to the show so like homosexual people who work at auto shops yeah i'm down with that that, that (laughs) yeah hey i'm totally down with it whatever but um all right yeah i guess uh yeah tom, I, I don't know tom figure out how to the end at ed, ed, the end of this i guess we're all just gonna log out of the call and he can figure this out because i think that's what he wanted us to do. it's gonna be like three hours later right totally seamless and not awkward. yeah no this is totally not awkward at all i really hope yeah. you leave this in yeah. this is a great outro tom. <laughs> all right see you guys later bye, bye. bye everybody Thanks for joining us. We'd love to hear from you. You can reach me on Twitter at robots underscore radio or Lotus of Doom at Lotus of Doom. Also, you can join us on the Robots Radio Discord channel. You can easily just search Robots Radio Discord on Google or check the description underneath the podcast. Also, this podcast is recorded live every week on Thursday nights, 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific on the Robots Radio channels on Twitch, YouTube, and on Facebook. So just search Robots Radio on any of those platforms come join us we'd love to chat with you while we record the show or before or after either way just come hang out with us and if you're looking for more information about my shows and the shows on the robots radio network go to robotsradio.net for all the information about all the shows on the network including the robots radio rocket club where i help both new and existing podcasters to grow their shows build their audiences and create the best podcast they possibly can all of that at robotsradio.net we'll see you next time